0: First the gun draws and you know something's happening Then darkness falls and oh, your heart beats rapidly Be prepared because war is coming You can't be scared
1: is Good evening, my name's
2: Mr. Bullet. I respond to the index when you pull it. The trigger, so make a note, take a vote. Quick, man, nicknames, quick oats, cause what a domestic violence of coke bills See, all change, brain matter to oatmeal. And when I kill kids, they say shame
3: on me. The
2: f- told you to put their names on me.
3: White man made Good morning, Today today's is Wednesday and this is Urban Talk Radio. Matter of fact, Harry, bring that, bring, bring, yeah, let me, let me hear that round for a minute. Let me hear that around for a minute.
2: One force moves, just might shift me. If I'm enlarged and your soul's not claimed, I will remind that it's when it's about to rain. like...
0: the rainlight. First of and you know, something's happening. Then darkness falls and oh. Your heart beats rapidly. Be prepared because war is coming. You can't be scared.
2: Paul would the moment of the murder be awesome the fire bombs the cost of a single bullet was more than the firearms strange that is when all exits the final
3: strange that is that's right you're listening to when the gun draw by Ferohmunch had a had a Hello. of um uh, had a privilege and opportunity of promoting this record on our rc when it came out As a matter of fact I met my guy hezuzar film director Jesus when we um Promoting this record, a very powerful record called When the Gun Draws. And uh, really? he, he puts himself as the bullet. And I can't even t- tell you about it. Just YouTube it is called When the Gun Draws by ferro Munch. Very, very, very powerful uh, music video. Today is Wednesday, and this is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHHLP, where you will hear conversation, information, education, inspiration, and motivation from the American urban perspective. I am your host, Kinsley Osei. My co-host is not in here today. Today on Urban Talk Radio, you can join the conversation on Facebook at Bold and Twitter at Bold Meister. Also on my Facebook page, Kinsley Osei. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org and all platforms. We are streaming on all platforms. I can't go down the line. Um, our special guest today is my brother, J.P. Silver of Platinum Protective Services, and uh, today's topic will be um, on, on um, will be guns, guns in America. Guns in America, we'll talk about gun safety. In, um, Hello. Hello, where's,
1: where's yeah, over here, am here.
3: Oh, okay, I was wondering where the noise is coming from. It's probably... Today's topic will be on gun safety, current events, mass shooting. We will talk about the propaganda news networks such as OAN, Fox News, and Newsmax. Yes, I said it. These are propaganda news networks. And my fact one has been taken down. When you pay $787 million for defamation, you are officially a propaganda news network. All right. All right. So my brother JP, was good, brother? Thanks for um thanks for um coming in the last minute. I called you yesterday and asked you if you could um, join me. You said you was going to be on site and, uh with Ludacris, but you were trying to take the time out to, um, be here. and I appreciate you, on, brother. Yes, sir. All right, so you are you are a friend of the show, you are not um you are not a stranger on the show. I mean, one topic. For you. Noise coming from your end. There...
1: Hold on, hold on one second. Keep going in okay. and out.
3: If there is one topic, I that... can you hear yeah, yeah, we could hear that noise in the background. Hold on one one second. We get to a safe, quiet place. If there is one topic that we can never discuss enough of, that is gun violence. Gun violence in our community, gun violence in America, period. We can never ever have enough of that conversation. Yes. Okay. All right, so we brought our, our brother, uh, J.P. Silver, whom again, he's a uh, Platinum Protective Services. So we will let him uh, introduce himself, tell us what he does and um, whatever initiatives that he got going on. Talk to me, JP, uh, reintroduce yourself, brother.
1: Uh, Yes, my name is James Sylvia. I'm from uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, I'm in the celebrity bodyguard industry, as well as um, the protection industry as well, just regular protection. Um, Been in the industry for about 20, going on 25 years now. Uh, Experienced a lot of stuff. Witnessed a lot of laws changing, um a lot of crime increasing. I guess as we're talking about uh, crime increasing and gun violence increasing across the United States. And a lot of it has to do with uh the laws being passed of not having to have a permit.
3: And yes, a lot of time um, you know, our politicians make a living of um guns and it it, it blew my mind that um about America's obsession for guns, um, we are able to wrap people up to the polls when you say that they are going to take your guns. But we we are not able to wrap people up to say that hey, they're taking your books away from school. You know, it's not easy to get people to the polls because you are taking their books away or you are sparing them from their college loans. But when you start Ooh. talking about guns taking laws away making it hard to purchase a gun common sense gun laws uh whether it's red flag law or whether it's background check people just get riled up and uh run up to the post and it's just mind-blowing that we want more guns on our street than we want books into um in, in our schools and um you know we're gonna talk about it but so far um you know they said it's more than 140 mass shooting this year alone in 2023. And if you want to know what is defined as mass shooting, any shooting of four people or more, that is um, that's the definition of mass shooting. Um, back in February, Michigan State University um, left three students dead and uh, five injured. Um, March mass shooting at a Christian school in Nashville, um, six lives was taken. It was three nine-year-old, three nine-year-old. And three staffs. Back in January, at a half moon bay in California, eleven dead. And two days later, another mass shooting nearly kills um, um, sev- uh, nearby, kills seven people. Um, this is our shooting, gun violence, shooting, shootings to gun violence archive. There have been eleven thousand lives taken by shootings, with more than six thousand by suicide this year what do you think about that my brother
1: i think there's a problem i mean um a, a lot of, a lot of this stuff is 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 influenced by a lot of what's on the media um a lot of music a lot of a lot of people do not have an identity so they pretty much take on any identity or anything they hear or watch and so it's like a lot of them it's not, it's not really – I can't say it's not really them. It's what's operating behind them to do what they're doing. A lot of these video games – I haven't played video games probably since Pac-Man, but when I watch my son or other people play games, these games are real. Like They don't look too much different from the mass shooting situations. They look exactly like it. So a lot of these cats, they pretty much step into that zone of what they practice hundreds of hours a week. They step in that zone of just shooting and shooting and shooting, And thinking they have three lives. I'm not sure if you still get three lives on video games. (laughs) They have all these lives to just cause a bunch of havoc and kill as many people as possible for points.
3: Um, You mentioned um, something that you and I are very familiar with because you work in that industry right now, as I have uh, previously, but still connected to music. Mm Me, um, music videos and um, you know the video mm-hmm. games, etc. That is just one part of it. Where um, you're sure, I myself are taking moral responsibility to address. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you make a living of their culture, but you also step up to take moral responsibility to talk about it. And um, but the other part of this is um, is our our public officials making a living and a career yeah. from just trying to pump guns into our community and they are just turned death into anything got to deal with. I mean, you know, it's like the same thing keep happening and we keep hearing okay. mental health, mental health, mental health. Um, Republicans don't want to hear, they don't want to talk about nothing. When it comes to mass shooting, they said the only problems we have in mass shooting is our, our mental health. And then sometimes you hear people say this whole thing about, oh, if the the gun is sitting down there by itself, the gun doesn't shoot uh, anybody. That's uh, like one of the most stupidest things ever I would like to hear from anybody's mouth, that a gun does not shoot by itself. you stupid a car does not hit anybody by itself either. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the most stupidest things that I I keep hearing people say. And then we continue to blame it on mental health. And I'm like, People all over the world got, have mental health. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I was on the phone with my brothers, my two best friends, my man I'm Jazzy um, from Canada. He's in Toronto. And my man Buddha, you know Buddha, um, you know, my man yeah. Gabi, brother Buddha. So, you know, we were both I mean, yeah, yeah. We were on the phone for a couple of hours and, you know, just talking about everything. And it shifted into gun violence and, um, you mm-hmm. know. Dude would have felt like, you know what, you know, the New York laws, New York tight is law so bad. You can't carry, you know, in New York. And, you know, you got to have a license to do this and that. And maybe it feels like, you know, everybody should be able to carry. And, you know, and my, mm-hmm. man, Jazzy, my man Jazzy is like, you know what, you know, we're right next door over here in Canada. Yeah, you know, they're shooting in Toronto too, but we do not have the problem that you guys have. Right,
1: right.
3: <laughs> so I'm saying this to say that, you know, we keep hearing these people say mental health, mental health. But what is that crazy person if he doesn't have access to the gun?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Am, I right. making, am, I, am I making any sense? So I'm not saying that we should no, not. We should yeah. not talk about mental health, but let's stop mm-hmm. saying that. Just blaming on mental health and the gun have nothing to do with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I, I, I mean, I. Uh, definitely, um, the, the access of guns, I mean, even when we grew up, uh, Kingsley, it's easy access to easy guns access. To anybody that wants a gun. Like, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, won't go into personal stories, but you know, people, some people have been carrying guns since they've, they've been 10, 10 years old, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, like, like I was saying before, but there's a lot of stuff that goes into your head that creates these thoughts, mm-hmm. um, to, to to create a situation or circumstance. But, you know, like I said, there, there's, there's a consequences to your actions. And a lot of people don't, don't know that. Um, a lot of the shootings, uh, I'm I'm not too familiar with the, the personal situations of, of the mass shooters, but I don't think any of them really had like, you know, gun license or anything. I think they just had guns except, you know, I think they just, they got guns and most of all of these people play video games or there's some other kind of uh, extracurricular activity in their private time to make them think it was OK to do whatever they did. Um, uh, even a situation um, like the like Kyle Rittenhouse, that's his, that's his name. Yeah, he was a young, a young gentleman and not in his own home hometown, who went somewhere else with a machine gun and started shooting. Like my Rittenhouse? Written house, yeah. Right. So, like, there's a lot of people that put themselves in places and positions, and they feel like they don't have a choice, but why are they there in the first place? You know, like, you don't have to be everywhere and anywhere. Uh, growing up, you know, there's places that we just didn't go because we knew better. Um, if you put yourself in a position where you have to react and you have a firearm, you're going to do whatever you have to do. But now we're talking about killing innocent people. That's a whole nother level of
3: evil. But when you talk about Rittenhouse, you know, now you you start talking about state laws. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you start talking about state laws. I mean, this man, I mean, you know, by, you don't, you don't have to be, you don't, you didn't have to go to school of criminology to know Mm -hmm. that kid was. You're a problem solver, like you said. This kid was walking around looking for problems. I mean, you yeah. know, you got a young boy, I call him a young boy, walking around in the streets with an assault rifle type gun, just approaching people recklessly. You know, if he came into our community where we're from, you know, with, yeah. that type of, with that type of gun, it could take somebody with a 22 caliber to take him out. <laughs> from from the side yeah. somehow you know what i'm saying because people get intimidated with that so i don't know how he he got away with walking from people to people person to person intimidating people and then when he get attacked it's a self-defense you know what i'm saying if we want to go yeah. if we want to go deep into into it but my point is lawmakers made him feel that tough. That he can walk around with that type of gun, intimidating people. And then when he used it, it was it was a self-defense.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not too too familiar with everything that happened. Okay. I, I purposely try not to watch so much news to, to cloud my mind with negativity and right. so forth. So like a lot of the stuff I hear it's stuff that I hear. It's not personally stuff that I like researched or you know. Personally, involve myself with, so I, I try to stay away from like a lot of the news situations. But because uh, it's, it's, it's like you know, even that by itself, if you're constantly watching news all the time, it kind of creates this, this mindset in you that you know what's the point, the reason to live. It pretty much puts you in a defeated state of mind. So like, it, it takes all your hope, and dreams, and, and 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 ambitions away from you. So like I said, I don't personally watch. The news like that i just pretty much see stuff on like social media probably like a, a a little two or three liner or something but like i said personally i don't i don't watch the news like that
3: unfortunately for some of us we are in the media we are working oh, yeah,
1: yeah yeah you have to watch the news you know
3: we are working with kids and you know we want yeah, to yeah. we want to bring the facts we want to make sure that everything we're reading is corroborated and not something that popped up mm-hmm. on a social media page that somebody right, wrote right. and then you know we 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 bring it to the people um. So, you know, matter of fact, you know, that rating house situation, for instance, we did a whole program on that with, with our kids and we had to dissect every situation. You know, a lot of times, you know, uh, police shoot uh, somebody in our community or whatever, and automatically we're ready to, you know, rally around, you know, against cool. the police, whatever. You know, I try to teach my kids that, you know what, we got to, every situation is not the same. You know, sometimes split second decisions right, right, have, right. To be, have to be made, uh, but split second decisions was oh. used as an excuse for so long until video cameras, phone cameras really became an effective tool to, to, you know, to check into what exactly happened and not just by the cops saying that, oh, I had to do it because of a split second decision. So these are some of the stuff that, you know, we get to right, di- right. dissect. Um now, this t- today's topic was actually a curriculum that my wife I put together for our agency change um, program. And um, it's a program that we're going to have to talk to um, with our kids. Um, we have over here, how could a change in gun control laws alter each of these cases? So we have um, these cases that you know, um, uh, grand jury declines to indict Virginia officer in killing of an unarmed man suspected of shoplifting. Did you hear about
1: that? I did not know.
3: Okay, so this is the case that I think sometime um, last week, April seventeenth, the grand jury declined to indict the Virginia officer. So basically, the man was shoplifting and he was chased mm-hmm. by chased by mm-hmm. the police officer. This kid did not ended wow. up did. This kid lost his life just because he was shoplifting. You wow. know what I'm saying? And um, I don't know what he was shoplifting for. It could be a $10 product. It could be a $50 product. It could be a $500 product. But if, if the, the family ended up suing for wrongful death, you know, the city or the state may have to pay for whatever that will be. That could be $10 okay. million, it could be $50 million, whatever it is that's going to be. Guess who's got to pay for it? Taxpayers. You see? So was it worth taking that man's life away over shoplifting? Um, so that was right. one of them. The other one was um, the 84-year-old charge in shooting the black teenager who went to the wrong house. Uh, I'm going to talk about that. Another one is a 20-year-old woman who was shot and killed after her friend turned into the wrong driveway. I mean, people are getting killed just because well, you know what I'm saying. She well, drove into a wrong drive. We have all done well, that. Well, when you felt like, you know what? Let me make a U-turn right here. Maybe a wrong way. Well, maybe you know what I mean. Maybe I pull over well, into the wrong driveway. The house number is not what it's supposed to be. Let me turn around. Well, the moment he came on his lot. Like, Boom! Shoot to kill. Um, so, wow. so the question was that we were we were you know we are, we are asking the students as a part of the program is how could a change in gun control law alter each of these cases? And I think I'm asking you that question.
1: Hmm. It's a little tricky uh, dealing with the cop situation because. What laws would you change as far? I mean, there there needs to be better training, of course. Um, I don't think it's ever okay to shoot an unarmed person because there's other ways to uh, handle a
2: situation.
1: (laughs) There's other ways to handle a situation, Um, but uh, killing an unarmed person, whether shoplifting or whatever. um, I don't know anything besides better training that would, would deal with that. Um, shooting a person, dri- driving in the wrong driveway—that's just trigger their knowing, You know what's the mindset of that person who just shot at people in the driveway? You know, shooting at people in the driveway. Like you said, we all make that mistake. So mm-hmm. I don't. We don't. We don't know if that person, did that person, have a a permit. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Because there's different laws. Uh, you know, you have a rifle in your house uh, mm-hmm. without a permit. Mm-hmm. You can have, you know, stuff in your car without Georgia, especially uh, your place of business, your, your vehicle or your house. You can have a firearm without a permit.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: we, we have to, you know, delve into it a little more to see exactly what the particulars are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but like I said, the, the training and, 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 and laws and then now you say you have background checks, but are, 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 how extensive is that? You see what I'm saying? How extensive are background checks? And then, like I said, a lot of the people that are doing a lot of the crime, they don't have permits. They just getting guns on the street and they so They don't they don't fear the law.
0: They mm-hmm. don't
1: fear getting caught without a permit because they, they have a, a firearm for a reason, whether it's personal protection or or to do what they do to make a living.
3: And then it brings it back to. Yes. Take it over. And then it brings it back to okay. Um, they didn't have to do any background checks on them, but how did they obtain the gun? You see, so so then then Correct. it comes it comes back to gun control, how controlling how the gun yeah. gets into the streets in the first place, because the gun is manufactured and it's manufactured from whatever company makes the gun, oh. and just like anything, just oh. like the food that gets in your grocery stores, just like anything else that needs to be certified before but it comes from there and then it mm-hmm. ends in our street. So the question is, how did it right. get into our street? It's like the answer that we can never get to. But that answer is gun control, however their control is, right, right. which is where we can not get to, <laughs> you know? But um, as simple as that question is that I asked you was basically um, asking kids that, you know, as you could see, these things are happening. And if there is no type Uh of laws to put in place, then you can't expect Uh a different result. (laughs) You understand? So they will come to the conclusion that it keeps happening over and over. Whatever laws it is that's Uh in place obviously must not be working.
1: No, it's not. Definitely not working. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, The second one was do you agree with how the law handled each of the cases? That's be you know that's um you not you are not gonna be able to answer that right now, but that is actually <laughs> watch, watching whatever links we have in in here of the video, dissecting right. everything that happened, and then coming All up right, with right. a conclusion if it was handled right. well, well or not. Um, and then sure, the sure. is is there any hypocrisy or racial bias in the handling of each case?
1: Oh, absolutely. i mean i mean but that that you know that's this that's america (laughs) but then again it gets a little tricky because
3: it it gets a little tricky because the lady that drove into that driveway i don't think Uh she's a white lady where race had nothing (laughs) to do with that you know right, what I'm right. right. No, but then nothing, that, nothing, that there goes this young man, 16-year-old boy, black boy, that you know mm-hmm. that, that walks up to this, you know, dirty old white man, or you know, this racist old white man that opens the door and he sees a black person and all of a sudden fear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's been taught to fear a black person. Yeah, you
0: know yeah. what I'm saying?
3: And his own grandson right. actually right. came out and spoke them. My grandfather is racist, and he's been like that. Right, you know, what I'm saying. So when you ask the question that is there any hypocrisy or racial bias in the handling of each case? Each case is different. Yeah, absolutely. Each case is, but it's all going to boil down to one thing: guns. Right, (laughs) you know, it's all going to boil down to guns and the law that make that person feel that I can use this thing and I'm protected by it. Right. Right, and I can just say I fear for my life. I can just say, um, um, I was um, I forgot what um the law that uh, Trayvon Martin um 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 uh, Zimmerman was used. What what was that law again? Stand your ground. Stand, stand your ground. Yeah, stand right. your ground. You know, whatever law it is that that state have, these people use it to the yep. advantage. Of course, of course, of course. Um. So, we and then you say, What can we do to create more consistency in the way law enforcement responds to intense situations? I think I would need you to, um, uh, if you can elaborate on answering that question, what can we do to create more consistency in the way law enforcement responds to intense situations? I know you're not a law enforcement person, but you know, you work by, oh. them, by their side, somewhere, somehow.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean. I think um like you said, a, a lot of people operate out of fear, so say like if a you know a, 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 a white cop who's never been in the black neighborhood, doesn't know black people, don't know anything,
0: mm-hmm. he's
1: placed in the black neighborhood to patrol or answer a situation, he doesn't know how to respond because the only thing he knows about a culture is based upon what he's seen on the news or TV shows, movies, et cetera. So, like I said, it comes, it comes in the fact of training as well, because you might fear for your life because somebody screamed, you like, oh my God, he screamed at me, he, he was about to attack me, like, no, he just, some people just talk loud, <laughs> so it's like, you definitely need training upon different cultures, uh, areas, communities, um, you know, or, or, you know, try to, I don't want to say put a black cop in a black neighborhood, because he, Understands the community because he might he might not either. he might he's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah he might raise in the white community so like it's different training based upon where you're going to be assigned to and you know you have to take it from there but everybody's not the same and everything is not the same you can't go based upon what you've seen on movies or you know different other uh, social media sites or so so forth.
3: Okay, so um, just in case anybody is mistaken or, or confused by where we're going with this, my, 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 uh, what do you call it? Our producer says it wasn't stand your ground; it was self defense. He was getting beaten on. So we're talking about two different people. We had we were talking about Rittenhouse walking around with the ar staff rifle rifle. Intimidating people, and then when he's getting beat up, all of a sudden it was a self-defense, right? That's one. And then we were talking about stand your ground, which is what Zimmerman got away with when he shot and killed a man holding an an iced tea and uh and, and skittles. Okay, so he wasn't getting beaten by, by it. he he chased that man down because he was so-called the neighborhood watch guy, chased that man down killed him for not having any any down on him and got away with it for what so-called stand your ground and the written house fool he was walking around i'm not even going to say allegedly because i've seen everything play out that man was walking around picking trouble he was walking around intimidating people and like i said if if he brought that intimidation into our community i know how people would deal you know would have dealt with him You know, I know Mm -hmm. would have dealt with him, and I don't think the laws in Connecticut would have had him get away with it either. But he got away with it because of whatever it is where the law says that you know he had he had a bigger gun than um, the gun than um, he had a bigger Mm -hmm. gun, which is um, allowed than if he had a smaller gun. Do you remember that, uh, uh, JP? Uh, uh, Am I mistaken? Do you remember that case? They said the size of his gun allowed him to be able. No, yeah, the size wow. of his gun. Yeah, you might need to check into the case again. It was. Yeah, it, said,
1: yeah I, didn't hear, I didn't hear that.
3: Yeah, that's what it was about. That's how he got away. The size of his gun allowed him to be able to walk the streets. If the if the size of the gun was smaller, uh-huh. he would have been in trouble. But because the size of the gun was bigger, once he got away with that, that's how he was able to get away with the the, the entire case after that. So. Oh wow. Yeah, you might want you might you might want, you might want to you might want to um look into that a little bit yeah, more yeah absolutely
1: absolutely now let
3: me do a station ID so we could come back and talk about um gun safety which is um what you actually um teaches this is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 W I am your host Kinsley Osei. and uh if you are just joining us today on Urban Talk Radio you can join the conversation at Facebook at BullMice and Twitter also Facebook on my page, um, Kinsley, O-S-E-I, you can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. In the studio, we have um, our special guest today, J.P. JP Silver, who's the um, CEO of Platinum Protective Services. Um, today, we're talking about gun safety, current events, mass shooting, and um, you know, I will personally get into the propaganda news networks a little bit uh, later on. Um, So, we have my man J.P. Silva again, and um, let's talk about um, gun safety. How important is gun safety in this whole conversation about mass shooting and uh, American Mm -hmm. obsession with guns and guns in America? How much difference do you think it will make? How important is gun safety?
1: Uh, Gun gun safety is very important because a lot of people who have have guns, they don't use the guns. Hello? Yes. Can you hear me, Kingsley? Yes, I can. Okay. Yeah, I said uh, gun safety is important. A lot of people who have guns don't have training, so they have guns and they don't know what to do with the guns. So, you know, that, that's pretty much a, that's like a drunken driver driving a car, you're operating heavy machinery that can kill anybody at any moment. And people people get away with it. I mean, there definitely needs to be a stricter situation. I don't think the trainings need to stop. I don't think the permits need to stop. I think more training needs to take place.
3: And um, um, are you, you personally have a training um, class, do you?
1: Yeah, we have training classes in Connecticut as well as Georgia.
3: And what is it exactly that you guys, um, you guys do?
1: Well, we, we do a uh, firearm uh, training. Uh, we were doing permit certification classes and we do self-defense. Um, learning how to operate with different firearms, whether it's a revolver, um, an automatic weapon. We do, do different trainings. We, uh, you know, we have the women's self-defense classes and uh, firearm safety classes. But now we open it up to everybody so everybody can come on, you know, for the training.
3: If you had an opportunity, if you had, um, not an opportunity, if you had a seat at a table to discuss assault, um, AR-15 style rifles, um, whether it's eliminating it or whatever, if you had a seat at the table, what would be your prop- uh, proposition? What would be your suggestion of how you think? Yeah, Like I
1: said, like a lot of people don't know how to use certain weapons. I don't think you know oh dang. I don't think people uh using a weapon or that much power is is wise the people who don't even know how to use a re- a basic handgun. Are you there? At, yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah.
3: So, so basically, do you think there should be people should be certified to be able to purchase this gun in the first place? Do, do, do you? I mean, do you do you think I so?
1: I don't think I don't think. I don't think it's good. No, no. And then, like, what are you purchasing a gun with that much power for? Unless you're going to war. So
3: just to, um so just to be clear to let you guys know that you know I feel like we are talking to a sensible gun owner um someone who owns guns he owns them um big toys he's also not opposed to gun control so like i said there is a reason why we can never get anywhere with um the solution to how to deal with these mass shootings because the moment you mention guns, people are oh they're going to take your guns away, and um, he doesn't feel like if you don't even have a need for this gun, you should own one. And I personally feel like the one of the reasons the problem w- doesn't go away is because the people with the sense, the sensible gun owners, does not even come to the table to be a part of their conversation,
1: All right huh gazebo okay i apologize I'm, I'm actually at a client's house right now
3: okay we'll give you uh 10 10, ten more minutes um 10 more t- 10 more minutes and then i'll i'll go with my rant on um on um okay on <laughs> other on other topics but yeah let's stay uh let's do let, let's do on gun, gun gun safety um um uh, gun safety and ar 15 star weapons i mean you know so Talking about this AR-15, every shooting that's been happening, every mass shooting is AR-15, AR-15, and AR-15. But why can't we get nowhere about how to really get these guns out of, you know? People just wake up and they say, yeah, you know, he was crazy. He was mental. He had mental health issue. But the man had mental health issue and was able to purchase a gun and within two days use it to kill as many people as possible.
1: Right.
3: Is that what happened? I mean, you know, it, th- that has been the case for a lot of um, a lot of the shooting, including. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kingley. Yeah. Okay. No, not about... okay so about uh, my man is really, uh, my man JP said work. Um He said work. So we're going to have to excuse him and um and bring him back again. Another time he's currently on site. Um, JP thanks thanks for thanks for joining us brother i think i'm going to have to let you get back to work because you seem to be dist-
1: Okay okay yeah i got a quiet
3: yeah okay you, you seem to be distracted All right bro all right thank you thank you very much All right so that was uh JP Silver who's the um CEO of Platinum Protective Services. He's worked with um, among many artists such as Nicki Minaj. He was actually, um, he protected President Obama when he was, uh, when he was a, a Senator. Uh, he's currently working with um, Ludacris, I believe. Um, we thank him for joining us. So I'm gonna shift the topic to, I'm gonna be on for like another five minutes and then I, we're gonna close out. But I'm going to shift the topic to uh, propaganda news network i'm not a I'm not a I'm not a one-on-one talk show host. I like to have a guest to communicate with and I do not want uh, my producer Harry in my chat my chat again for the rest of the show. We're going to talk about propaganda news Network, OAN, Fox News, Newsmax, and uh, why do I want to talk about propaganda news Network because um, Dominion um had a defamation lawsuit against Fox News and they had to pay $787, $787 million for lying to their viewers. And um it's not as easy as it sounds when you think that just because somebody lied, he was pro they were proven um guilty of lying or whatever, it's not as easy as that. It's um it was to the point where um Rupert Murdoch. Who is the CEO or owner or whatever it is, what his title was, was actually um, caught telling people that if they do tell them the truth about the election or whatever it is, their viewers were going to go to OAN and, and um, Newsmax as an alternative to, um, to, to Fox News. And, and that document, whether it was a test or whether it was an email, was um, discovered and they were gonna have to testify. Um, these people were actually for so many years, they've made a living from um, lying to their viewers. Um, they've been responsible for dividing the country. Um, they were responsible for um, pushing the lie about the election. Um, the president allegedly used their bullhorn as a way of promoting the stop, the steal. Um, This is not alleged. Um, He actually promoted it by telling them to go down there and it's gonna be wild. Um, A lot of people have been um, locked up for it. People are doing time, you know, people lost their family. Um, The only people who have not been charged yet is the actual people that was responsible for either funding it or helping promoting it which which was um the republican lawmakers um my producer is still in my chat and i'm not going to respond to him because if you want to choose to be a cult to the maga movement that is on him but one thing that we do know is the maga movement and its um news networks have really misled their viewers Lie to them, continue to lie to them, and um, I don't think much is going to change. Um, Tucker Carlson, who had their biggest bullhorn, was just fired. All right, Tucker Carlson surprisingly was fired was fired yesterday. Does that mean that the network is trying to go in a, a new direction? No, that's not what it means. I don't think that's what it, that's what it means. Um, but uh, if you are responsible for seven hundred and eighty-seven million dollars lawsuit to us um, I think that would be um, a problem to the network as well even though the network and um, en- enabled it so what direction is Fox News going with I don't know but one thing we do know there needs to be um, to, uh that needs to be pushed is American people need to know that there is a network who have the most viewers in news and it's not even a news network it's a propaganda news network. That is uh, been dividing the country and pushing a lot of lies. Now, on the other hand, on um, CNN, um, Don Lemon also um, lost his job yesterday. He was um, he was um, fired for allegation of um, mistreating female colleagues over his career, and uh, he faced backlash over comments he made on air about Nikki Haley. Um, who's um, a Republican um, candidate, a, a Republican presidential candidate, candidate, that she shouldn't be too critical of politicians because of her age. Now, this is apples and oranges here, oranges we're talking about. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are not a fan of Don Lemon, uh, but let's be clear. I don't get my news from Don Lemon. However, Don Lemon does not, never use his airtime to lie to the American people. He was very biased, and he was very, very biased. Yes, he did not have to hide the fact that he was biased, but it wasn't too many things that Lemon spoke and um, talked about as a fact when it wasn't. He was an opinionated um, host who was not pushing conspiracy theories as um, Tucker Carlson. So both of them lost their job, but one was a conspiracy theorist and the other one wasn't. Now, I seen something on TV that um, while I was watching um, Morning Joe this morning, and um, it was very um, disturbing. It was actually um, a Russian foreign minister who was commenting on Tucker Carlson um, being fired. And he was talking about how bad it is for our freedom of speech. We had a Russian foreign minister, Russia, commenting on being, on Tucker Carlson being fired because to them, they felt like we are muting freedom of speech, you cannot make this up, all right? I will hope that um, next week my co-host Shafiq will join us so that we can have a real conversation on current events, um, gun violence and um, many other um, different topics. Now, what else do we have over here that um, I didn't really talk much about? Let me see. Um, oops, better went out. Okay, so we, um, this is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM, WNHH LP. And if you are just joining us today, on the last part of our show, you can follow the conversation on Facebook at Bold Minds and Twitter. Also on my Facebook page, Kingsley O-S-E-I, you can also stream this show and previous shows on your smartphone or computer by logging onto Newhavenindependent.org. Thank you for joining us today. Remember, Urban Talk Radio airs every Wednesday from 11 a.m. Um, I would like to end the show with Gun. When Gun Draws by Feral Munch
0: Then darkness falls and oh your heart beats rapidly Be prepared because war is coming You can't be scared
1: now when the streets is calling you Good evening my name's Mr
2: Bullet I respond to the index when you pull it, the trigger. So make a note, take a vote. Quick man, nicknames, quick for the domestic violence or coat deals, see I lust change, brain matter to oatmeal. And when I kill kids, they say shame on me. The f- told you to put their names on me. White man made me venom to eliminate. Especially when I'm in the hood, I never discriminate. Just skin them, then I renovate. Flesh, bone, ain't nothing for me to penetrate. And it can happen so swiftly. One false move just might shift me. If I'm in large.